This is the Scoop for Friday. I'm Sean Canan with the WMNF News Headlines. Call center workers at Maximus picketed yesterday to demand higher wages and better working conditions. It's the federal government's largest call center contractor. WMNF's Chris Young reports from the picket line of about 40 people in Riverview. Call center workers want the Biden administration to increase wages to $25 an hour, improve health care benefits, and investigate working conditions at Maximus. Catherine Charles is a single mom and has been working for Maximus for nine years. She makes $18 an hour. With the wages that we're making right now, we cannot afford to have a good quality life for our children. Maximus workers handle millions of Medicare calls and answer questions for the CDC info line under a nine-year, $6.6 billion federal contract. A study by the Communications Workers of America Union shows that Maximus's healthcare coverage burdens workers with higher-than-average out-of-pocket costs. Well, we get paid. We, if we have to go to the doctor, we have to make a decision. Either we pay rent on time, or we don't pay a bill like the electricity or groceries, or we go to the doctor and take care of ourselves so that we can continue to work. The union is calling on Department of Health and Human Services Secretary Javier Becerra to investigate Maximus. In a statement sent to WMNF, Maximus says the union made false claims that don't represent the majority of Maximus workers. They called a recent survey released by the union inappropriate and intentionally timed during Medicare and Affordable Care Act open enrollment. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young in Riverview. New College of Florida is asking the state for almost half a billion dollars over the next five years. The Sarasota Herald Tribune reports that New College President Richard Corcoran presented a business plan to the State University System Board of Governors yesterday, saying the college needs a minimum of $400 million over that span to achieve the goal of becoming a world-class classical liberal arts education institution. WMNF's Lisa Marzilli has more. If approved, the funding would be far more than the small colleges received in such a short period. New colleges' campus facilities have largely been neglected by the state, despite a strong academic reputation. The business plan aims to increase enrollment by about 100 students per year, up to 1,200 by 2028, largely due to the expansion of athletics at the school. In an email to staff in October, New College's provost said the college's dropout rate had more than doubled and it saw by far the lowest retention rate of first-year students in the college's history. The Herald Tribune reports that drop in retention and spike in departures from New College comes as Corcoran and the board were tasked by Governor Ron DeSantis in January with transforming the school in the mold of the Christian conservative Hillsdale College in Michigan. The school's leadership then moved quickly to dissolve the college's diversity department, abolish the gender studies program, fire an LGBTQ librarian, and deny tenure to faculty members set to receive it. For WMNF News, I'm Lisa Marzilli. Yesterday, the Florida Ocean Alliance, or FOA, hosted a coastal resilience leadership meeting at Port Tampa Bay. WMNF's Corey Beltron reports it brought together nonprofit research organizations, industry, and academia to speak about economic resilience to the consequences of sea level rise in Tampa Bay and the rest of Florida. The FOA is a nonpartisan organization dedicated to protecting and enhancing Florida's coast and ocean resources. Tampa Bay is one of six areas around the U.S. whose natural infrastructure's value towards coastal resiliency was estimated for the continued building of a more solid basis for investment 
into both the green and blue economies. Blue economies are markets where economic activities rely on the ocean. This leadership meeting stressed that the environmental challenges need to be better understood in order to get prepared and maintain the resiliency of Tampa Bay's economic structure. Moderator and board member Jim Murley says that these collaborative efforts are necessary to face these issues. There's not any silver bullet here, right? There's no single action that's going to uh, provide this uh, safety net for us from these things that we know are coming and are going to be a little worse because of hundreds of years of you know putting carbon in the atmosphere. At the podium, he reinforced what is being done now and remarked at what will be possible soon. We have to be willing to take risks and try some new things. Nature-based protections from flooding in addition to the structures that we're so used to building. We've got to pursue our land acquisition and protection programs. That's what Florida's known for. We don't want to back down from that. We have to keep doing it. Thinking about Florida in 1850, now we're looking at technology in Florida, right, that is, is just taking us into 2040 or somewhere. It's, it's really remarkable. A climate technology 3D printing company. That is not something I would have said 15 years ago. That's, again, evidence of the kind of change and progress we've been making. Dr. Charles Colgan is director of research at the Center for the Blue Economy. He broke down the ugly truth about the need to bolster infrastructure so drastically and gave a crash course on natural infrastructure investment. We are increasingly not talking about natural hazards because so much of the hazard, the risk that we face, is a function of people's decisions, not nature's. If it's already there, leave it alone. If it's been removed, put it back. That's natural capital investment in natural infrastructure. Dr. Colgan also says $5.73 billion in GDP is attributable to Tampa Bay's blue economy. For WMNF News, I'm Corey Beltran in Tampa. Today it'll be partly cloudy and hot. Highs will be in the high 80s. Tonight, mostly clear. Overnight lows near 70. And tomorrow, partly cloudy and hot. There's a slight chance of a rain shower tomorrow. Highs will be in the high 80s. I'm Sean Canaan with the WMNF News Headlines. This is The Scoop, recorded at WMNF Tampa. 